0: what's going on everyone you're tuning into another podcast episode of sports talk today with jj my name is jason joseph and if you're new to my channel and if you're listening to my podcast on youtube make sure that you like subscribe hit the bell icon and comment down below in the comment section at the end of this podcast and if you're tuning in on spotify anchor or apple podcasts please be sure to leave me a review and that you email JJ at gmail.com. The podcast links in the email is also down below in the description area if you're tuning in to my podcast on YouTube. So just be sure to check those things out. All right, if I would have made a bet and told any one of you that the Sixers were going to lose their first seeding game tonight to the Indiana Pacers, I'm sure that a lot of you would have called me crazy. Now, if I would have told you that two of the Indiana Pacers' best players weren't going to be available tonight and the Sixers were at full health, you would have called me crazy to pick the Pacers to win. If I even would have told you that Joel Embiid would score 41 points in this game and have 21 rebounds, and you would have told me that Tobias Harris got 30 points, you would have thought that I was out of my mind. If I would have said I picked the Pacers to win. Now what if I told you on top of all of those things. That the Sixers would commit 21 turnovers. Shake Milton would have had 0 points. Josh Richardson had only 4 points. The Sixers were up by 10 points at the beginning of the 4th quarter. And the Pacers just outscored them 46 to 34 in the fourth quarter. And TJ Warren would score 53 points against the Sixers. Not even Victor Oladipo, who would only finish the game with 15 points. And not even with Miles Turner, who would only play 20 minutes and have himself only 9 points because he was in a lot of foul trouble. TJ Warren, out of all people. Scoring 53 points in 41 minutes? None of you could have ever guessed in your wildest dreams that that would ever happen. And if I would have predicted that, I probably would have won the lottery by now. (sighs) (sighs) That was just unimaginable. That's probably the best adjective I could describe for this game in just one word and look I can't make any of this up this was literally how the game played out all of those things that I said were the biggest headlines of this game now overall am I just disgusted with this first loss and now changing my mind and saying that the Sixers won't go that far into the playoffs just because of this one game and that they're not a good team? No, of course not. It's just one game. This is what you call a seeding game. The Sixers have seven more of these until the playoffs begin. So there's no need to panic. There's no need to say fire Brett Brown. There's no need to say Shake Milton needs to be taken out of the starting lineup, and Ben Simmons needs to move back to the point guard, and Ben Simmons needs to shoot more. I just really hate it when people freak out over these little things and say those types of things. It really bugs me. There's no need for any of those things to be said right now. This is just one game. It's not even a playoff game. I'm not the type of person who overreacts to things, okay? If it's just one game and I see something that just looks horrible, I'm not going to be wishy-washy and change my mind and say, oh, the Sixers, since they played so bad tonight, they haven't. They don't even have a shot of going that far into the playoffs. No, I'm not that type of a person, and I don't like those types of people. And I think that we knew this was going to be sloppy, and this is why Adam Silver wanted to put in these seeding games, because he didn't just want to immediately jump into the playoffs, because he knew that these teams were going to be We're going to have to get back into game shape and continue to build on their chemistry and just get healthy, right? Those were the biggest things, and that's why Adam Silver wanted to extend the season a little bit, and it made a lot of sense, right? It's just the first seeding game in Orlando for the Sixers. Now, there's a lot to talk about with this game, okay? Overall, in the big picture, am, am I upset with this loss? I'm not upset i would say i was i was a little bit mad okay i was a little bit disappointed but you can't win them all that's just that's just how it goes you can't win every single game okay they were up by 10 points they started off the game really hot too they were up i think it was 11 to 3 and they blew an eight point lead and all of a sudden here comes a tj warren who was just lights out in the first quarter he was lights out throughout the whole first half and then in the fourth quarter man he really lit it up okay 53 points for him, 20 for 29 from the field, this guy was, okay, that is just absurd, and 9 of 12 from beyond the arc, that means he shot 75% from three, which is, oh, it's, it's just disgusting, it's at an unbelievable rate that he was making these threes, there's a whole lot to dissect when it comes about just talking to this game, okay, we can talk about Ben, we can talk about Joel and Bede's great performance because Joel and Tobias Harris were like the only two good things that the Sixers had tonight. And maybe I say Alec Burks too off the bench. Alec Burks, I'd give him a B plus for going out there and performing. He made all three of his threes, so, and he made his minutes count off the bench. But other than that, everybody else was just horrendous. It, it was, it was horrendous. Okay, I'll call it what it is. It was just terrible the way they were playing out there. So first, let's just get all the negatives out of the way. I do like to try to end my podcast on positive notes because I'm a positive person, but I think in this case, I think it's okay to start off with the negatives, all right? First of all, if we're just talking about individual players, let's just talk about Shake Milton. It just wasn't his night at all, whatsoever. He looked confused. He looked out of sync. He was committing a lot of careless fouls, and he was making a lot of careless turnovers. And Embiid even called him out. And Shake kind of had some verbal exchanges with Embiid, and that was just weird to see. It was nice to see that Shake was standing up for himself, but this was just something that I just didn't expect at all. And I don't think anybody would have expected him to have zero points. He only put up one shot, and it was a three. I think it was in the third quarter, but nonetheless, one shot is just not going to do it, man. The reason why he's so valuable is because he can shoot the ball. He can create his own shot. Not only can he catch and shoot, but he can create his own shot. And I think that the moment just got to him tonight, and he just didn't have anything. Defensively, he's just not a good defensive player. If he doesn't give you offense, he's not really worth as much. So he just clearly didn't have anything tonight. All right, now, if Shaq Milton's not performing at this high level, okay, how will Neto is going to have to get some playing time? And that's just how it is, all right? Josh Richardson, we'll, we'll talk about him. Man, he only scored four points in this game. He was minus nine from the field today. He played 30 minutes, and yet he was just that awful that i i can't stand it when he takes up the ball as much as he does i swear i saw him at least 15 times taking up the ball at least it felt like it i thought that he was taking up the ball way too much he's just not a good ball handler that's not a knock on him i think that that's more of a knock on Brett Brown for putting him into that situation he's really a guy who can catch and shoot and maybe finish at the at the rim for a layup or a dunk or something like that. But he is just not good when it comes to playmaking. He's not a good playmaker. He doesn't have that mindset. He doesn't have that playmaking skill. So that's just my issue with Josh Richardson. I also thought that he looked a little bit tired on defense and he just wasn't anywhere to be found. He wasn't making those big-time perimeter defensive plays like he's pretty much known for But he just did not play good defense at all tonight. And that leads me to my next person, okay? And that is Ben Simmons. I expected to talk about his defense tonight in a good way. But boy, was I wrong about that. And now here we are talking about how horrible of a night he had on the defensive side. He played 38 minutes in tonight's game. He shot 8 of 14 from the field. He made 3 of 6 free throws. He missed a pair at the foul line, and that really tipped me off. And he he did have 19 points. Okay, he had 13 rebounds. He only had 4 assists in this game, and he had a steal. But if you actually watched him play defense throughout the whole entire first half, he looked lost too. He looked like he didn't know who he was defending, and he was just standing there, and he wasn't covering his man at all. Part of the reason why T.J. Warren went off and had this hell of a performance was because Ben and Matisse and Josh Richardson, between the three of them, they weren't creating any sort of double team on him. Okay, when somebody has a hot hand, you have to take the ball out of their hand. And since this team is also a pretty good three-point shooting team, I would rather have somebody like Justin Holliday or Miles Turner make a big-time three-pointer than T.J. Warren. I would even take Victor Depot. Because he only scored 15 points today and TJ just had 50. He was making almost everything. So anything to get the ball out of his hands, I I would just take it. I would take a Victor Oladipo 3 over a TJ Warren 3 in this game specifically. I was also kind of hoping that offensively that maybe he would take a jump shot. But I just realized that I just can't expect that out of him. He's just going to shoot whenever he just feels like shooting it. And it's going to come anytime he just has to do it and I know he eventually will but I just had this expectation that maybe he was going to take two three-pointers and he didn't so also offensively I mean he committed some offensive fouls he, he first of all he had five fouls in this game he almost fouled out and also he had four turnovers and I think that part of the reason why was because Shake Milton was struggling and because I think that he didn't expect to get the ball as much because Shake was just having that bad of a game. But it's not an excuse. I'm not saying that it's an excuse, but but maybe that is a reason why he was struggling. But I, I don't know. I don't give him a pass on that. All I do know is that he turned the ball over a lot, and he made some careless mistakes. And I know it's just one game, and I don't really put a lot of thought into just one game. That's not the way I work, but he just didn't have it tonight. Another person who really did not have it at all tonight was Al Horford, and he came off the bench. He played, what, he, he played 21 minutes, or 23 minutes, excuse me. He had six rebounds, and he committed three turnovers, and he had three fouls, and he was minus 26 when they were playing. People were just passing by him, and he just looked so slow. He looked like he was tired, and just out of sync and I'm just hoping that we don't get that type of Al Horford during the playoffs I really want him to show up he needs to be that guy off the bench who fills in for Joel Embiid and does a really good job filling in for Embiid because I'll say it again last year when Joel Embiid wasn't on the floor the team just was awful without him and tonight it was honestly the same thing the team was just horrendous without him And they needed him, and and Embiid was not only their best scorer, but he was also their best defensive player tonight, and usually I say Ben is the best defensive player on this team. You can argue that Joel is the best defensive player, but tonight it was all Joel Embiid. He really had himself a terrific game, and I didn't really expect that out of him. Not saying that it was a shock to me, but I didn't expect this nice of a performance out of him. I thought that he was really sensational. And I was just a little bit bummed that nobody else followed into his footsteps and nobody else stepped up. And that was really the bottom line of this game. The Sixers were just taken for granted. They were up by 10 points in the fourth quarter. First of all, they started off the game, they were up 11-3, to and then they blew that lead. And TJ Warren just went off and had like a 19-point first quarter. He was just unstoppable. Throughout the rest of the game, the fourth quarter, he really went off too. But then you had big time shots by Aaron Holiday and Justin Holiday and Victor Oladipo, and then you had a couple of big time plays from T.J. McConnell, who came off the bench and actually did really well for the Indiana Pacers. And that was kind of sad to see because T.J. used to be with us, and I like T.J. I think he's really a great guy. But besides that, you could just see that the transition from offense to defense was completely out of rhythm. That's just half the reason why TJ Warren was just so effective tonight, because there was nobody guarding him in the transition, and he would just make wide-open threes. He drained them. No one was guarding him at those points, and the Sixers screwed up. We can also talk about Rep Brown. He definitely doesn't get a pass in this game. He wasn't horrible but he definitely wasn't great in this game either. I thought that his lineups were definitely off. I know that Mike Scott couldn't play today. Gwen Robinson the third is also out, and he's missing some time. But at the same time, there's absolutely no excuse why Tobias Harris wasn't out there to start the fourth quarter. I know that Joel Embiid had to go back to the locker room, and that scared me a little bit. And I was just so happy that he was able to come out and come back from there but if you're on a roll, if two of your players are having really good games and they're on a roll and you're only up by 10 points, you don't just put them both on the bench. You gotta keep one of them out there because they're still in a groove and they're doing really well that game and you reward them by giving them minutes to just play in the fourth quarter. I'm not saying that Joel Embiid Had to be the one out there. It could have been Embiid or Tobias. I thought that taking both of those guys out was a wrong move. Now, Tobias Harris. Tobias played really well tonight. And you got to give him credit. He scored a lot of points. He made a really nice and one. Actually, I think he made two and ones. Yeah, he did. He made two and ones and went in on the contact. And he went to the foul line. And he was 3-for-3 for his free throws. He had eight rebounds in this game. He also had a steal on the block. His defense, I thought, was actually really good tonight compared to Ben and compared to Josh Richardson and Matisse Thiebel. He played pretty good defense. I thought that overall he had a nice game. I liked how he drove the ball down the court a lot. I thought that he was getting into the paint and he was getting to his spots. And that's something that he's going to have to do in these midtime games. He has to know where his spots are and he needs to be able to know like where he wants to go on the floor and how he's going to get there and I thought that he did a really nice job with that not only did he make th- some threes but he also had some really nice mid-range jumpers too and I love it when he takes the mid-range jumpers I think that that's something that is really good for his game also off the court he really has shown that he is step that he's stepping up as a leader for this team and I have to give him a lot of credit He's very vocal. He does a lot of stuff off the court that gets the team involved when it comes to social events. And he's just a guy who likes to keep the team together. And you can see that when they're all playing basketball. That he really does try to hold the fort down. And he's going to be a key player when the playoffs come for the Sixers. Because he is going to have to score. I truly do believe that he is probably going to be their guy that is going to be making the big time shots during playoff games now do I trust him as the number one option I don't but compared to what I've seen from other people in the Sixers he might have to be that guy so that's just something that we just have to look out for now what this other guy did today I thought that he brought them back into the game and i Overall, his playing style was just unbelievable. His 42 points, were it was just the quietest 42 points, 21 rebound game I've ever seen. And I have to give him a lot of credit because I know that I'm tough on him, but I love him. He is a phenomenal player. And that's Joel Embiid. He played 34 minutes. Brett Brown did say that he was only going to be playing 30, and he ended up playing 34 minutes. And I thought he really had a nice game. The 42 points and the 21 rebounds, I don't even think tell the full story of how dominant he was. He was playing really well on the defensive side. Nobody was getting down low into the post, and that's why you saw a lot of shots that were from outside or even from mid-range. Because nobody, could, nobody can get down low when you have that great of a rim protector down there. And Miles Turner wasn't even a matchup for him because Miles almost fouled out and he only played for twenty minutes in this game. He had six fouls in this game and he was minus thirteen on the floor. And they had to put Jakar Sampson in this game, and that just wasn't even a match for Embiid. The dude is six seven and going up against a seven foot one center is just good luck with that. So That was not a match for him, and it was just unfortunate because the three ball was really working for TJ Warren, and that's what beat the Sixers. So it was just a poor performance, but it's just one game. We can just scratch that off, and now we just have to move on to the next one. They face the Spurs on Monday at 8 o'clock p.m., and let's see them go out there sharper. Let's see them try to do better in the next game. So I want to hear from you guys. Was this the worst Sixers game you ever saw? After this one game, do you guys think that this is going to affect their chances of making it really far into the playoffs and having a nice run? After one game, are you also starting to question whether or not Sheikh Milton de- even deserves to be in the starting lineup? Let me know what your thoughts are in the comments section down below if you're listening to me on YouTube. And if you're listening to my podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts, make sure that you leave me a review and that you email JJ at gmail.com. Also, I almost forgot to mention this, but if you are listening to me on YouTube, not only should you comment, but you should also like this podcast and subscribe to my channel and hit that notification bell icon so that you know when I upload a new podcast this is Sports Talk Today with JJ. My name is Jason Joseph. I hope you guys have a great rest of your night, and I will see you later.